God is good. His mercy endures forever. Uh, it's a privilege to be here this morning as we continue in our, in our summertime series uh, going through the Psalms. And it's, it's, a, it's a very peculiar season to be, to be talking about praising God and worshiping God, especially in the midst of the global situation that we have at the moment. And my mission this morning really is simple, is to, is to be able to encourage us all as children of God that, first of all, we all go through these ups and downs, uh, uh, but there is a power of praise. There is something that God releases to us as children of God when we begin to praise him, even in the face of the enemy, in the face of the pain, in the face of the struggle, or whatever challenge it may be. Uh, I want to start off by reading a few verses from the book of Psalm in one, uh, 143. I will start off from verse 5, Psalms 143 from verse 5. Now, this is David in a, in a painful situation, in a, in a time of, uh, uh, of depression, really. He's, uh, he's crying out to God for help. But he starts off by saying, I remember the days of old. That's verse 5. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works, and I think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as per land thirst for rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me, or I will die. Now, this is David uh, crying out to God uh, from a place of pain. And every now and then we find ourselves in, in various situations where we need to cry out to God. But this morning I, we, we want to move from just crying out to God for help uh, to praising him even in the midst of the situation. And uh, this morning I, I want to look at it looking at a few points uh, to encourage us to see or interpret our pain in the right way. Because sometimes I can be going through a situation where I feel God has just refused to answer my prayer, or I feel uh, I can even go all the way to the extreme, feeling that maybe God is mad at me, God is angry, I've done something wrong, I haven't, I haven't lived right the way I should. Every now and then, it's, it's possible to slip into that, uh, that work ethic where you think you, we, we actually pay for you know, uh, the, the benefits that we have with Christ. You know, that's momentarily turning our face from what Jesus has done for us on the cross. But this morning, I want to go through a few points to just sort of uh, spell out that God is not angry with me. God is not angry with you. You, you might be going through a situation, a painful situation, even uh, like David, almost slipping into depression. But this morning, I, I want to go through at some point to sort of explain that sometimes, yes, we go through all of this pain, but it is not that God hasn't answered because he's a good God. And, and to go through this point this morning, I, I believe it is helpful for every child of God, uh, for me and for you, to always have a, a certain mindset towards God. Whether we are high in the mountain and everything is hunky-dory, we are, we are happy or we are down in the valley and there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of loss all around. I think it is 
it is important for us to know, first of all, that God doesn't change. And it is, it is important for me to have a mindset that says God is good and he's good to me all the time. Uh, it is something we say in church every, every now and then. We, we all as Christians make that affirmation. Uh, but do we really believe it, especially when it looks like all hope is gone and you know, we, we are going through a terrible situation? I, I just want to suggest to us that it is, it is important as children of God to hold firm to that mindset that says that God is good and he's not just good, he's good to me. And he's not just good to me, he's good to me every time. And, and uh, I, this morning, I, I want to quickly run through uh, some things that I believe. Uh, obviously, my list is not going to be exhaustive. Uh, there are many, many reasons why we go through pain. But I just want to, I, I want to go through these points to sort of uh, buttress the fact that God is not against me. God is not against me. I'm going through this situation. He's not angry with me. It is not because of what I've done. Because everything I, I, I benefit from God, uh, they all come because of what Jesus has done for me. Uh, as a matter of fact, Scripture says that my righteousness is as filthy rags uh, before, before the Lord. My, the righteousness I have now, with which I operate with the Father, is a, is a gift of righteousness that I've received through the person of our Lord and uh, Savior, Jesus Christ. So indeed, my first point, indeed, it might be the will of God uh, for me to be going through this pain and this sorrow that I feel at the moment in my flesh. And... Uh, when we talk about the will of God, especially in a generation like this, it's, it's, I think it's very important to quickly spell out that the will of God does not include evil. Uh, because many times we can, we can rationalize it uh, you know, and misinterpret scripture sometimes till, uh, till we end up in a place where we think an evil has come from God. Uh, the Bible says that there is no darkness in God, uh, that, that God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Uh, I, I think it's, it's always easier to interpret every, every scripture in the light of who Jesus is. Because then, if it's not in Jesus, it is not in God. Praise the Lord. And uh, uh, so, indeed, it can be God's will uh, for me to be going through what I'm going through at the moment. And uh, it's, it's, it's either maybe God has allowed the situation. So God can allow the evil, but it, 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 it didn't come from him. That's a, that's a huge difference. And uh, I, I may sometimes allow the, the evil, like in the case of David and Bathsheba, you know, they went in, did what they did, and there was a child uh, from the relationship, and then God sends a word that the child is going to die. But now uh, David, you know, like every one of us probably, probably would go and, and, you know, beseech the Lord to try and entreat him uh, to, to change his mind. Uh, but God, God did not change his mind, so to say, because, I mean, God allowed what happened to happen, because, you know, God, God is a life giver, not a life taker. So what, uh, David is going through this situation, and it, it's, it's painful in the flesh. But when I look at stories like that in, in, uh, in, in Scripture, they, they point to redemption, they point to what God uh, has done for us in the person of Jesus Christ. And so many times, we as children of God, we, we go in, uh, sometimes I make the wrong decisions, I, I, you know, I misjudge situations, and I end up 
somewhere that is painful and now God is literally breaking through enemy walls uh, to drag me out. Uh, what I'm saying in effect is sometimes for God to, bring, uh, to reverse the situation, trying to help us uh, to deliver us from the de- wrong decisions that we've made, it will be painful uh, to the flesh. And so now if I look at my pain uh, and interpret it correctly, like in the, in the time of David, uh, that this is merely redemption, this is God trying to recover me uh, from a mess that I have I have brought upon myself, I, I will be able to have a mindset that leaves me a little bit of energy to still be able to praise God, even in the midst of the pain. Uh, because the reason I'm, I'm, I'm going through this part is, is, to, is to show that it is difficult to praise God when you're going through a very uh, hard situation, when you're in a painful place. But it is almost impossible to praise God when you think it's God that has got his hand on your neck uh, and is literally against you or he's not answering in your prayer board. Uh, so that's the reason I believe it is good for us as children of God, uh, wherever you're listening to me this morning, uh, to rightly interpret our, our pain so that we can have some energy left, no matter how little, to be able to praise God even in the midst of the pain. And another reason I, I believe that I, as a child of God, we as Christians may go through our pain sometimes, which I think uh, is one of the right ways to interpret the pain, if that is a situation, is that uh, many times we, we, we do, of course, know in part, and uh, we have our free will. So now I'm a child of God, but God, God doesn't take his free will that, that is a gift to me. He doesn't take it from me. So sometimes I can sign up to a contract. I can sign up to a situation or a relationship, and uh, I, I begin to suffer some some pain because of just because I'm attached to that person, I'm attached to that situation, I've signed up for a particular contract, and I, I know in part, if I had known two years before that this is how this contract is going to turn out, this is how this relationship is going to turn out, I probably would have chosen differently. But now I have the free will, uh, so whether or not I may have been told by the Holy Spirit or sent any message. I have the free will to still choose. So now I'm suffering in a place of pain uh, because of the choice I made, which is based on the fact that I didn't know, I just know in part. So sometimes as children of God, we, we may still suffer situations. So again, it is not God being against me or being angry at me. It is just me who basically know in part. Scripture puts it like, it says, my people perish uh, for the lack of knowledge. And I, the, the the, the prayer from Apostle Paul, you know, he says uh, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened so that we may know, know the benefits that God has given to us. So there is a place of uh, where we as children of God and as humans generally, we, we sort of inst- in, in installments increase in knowledge and the, the onus is on us to try and, and figure it out. I think it is a blessing that God has given man. So, and, and this is not just in, in spiritual matters. You know, it, it is in all manner of research, in science, uh, in medicine, whatever it is. Sometimes we are suffering a plague uh, because we just haven't found the solution. It's, it's not because the solution is not there. And it is certainly not God being angry with us. He's given us the responsibility. He's given us the, the capability to do the research and come to knowledge. So even in, in material things, in scientific things uh, we need to research so if i if i'm going through a situation and i i, I feel lost i feel some pain uh, and i know that oh this is just because i haven't researched enough uh, for example my the last three days my uh, car has been you know sort of going off the alarm going off 
in the middle of the night for no reason, you know, 2 a.m., uh, 4 a.m. You know, at first I thought something was wrong. May, you know, why would this be happening in, in the time of darkness and stuff like that? But, you know, it, it kept on. So I, I was, I, yesterday evening anyway, I went on YouTube and, and started, you know, I, I sort of tried to do a research about that brand of car. You know, why, is, if it's something that is sort of, that happens a lot. But, you know, right away I found out that it's, it's, a, it's not a peculiar problem. It's something that happens with that particular brand of car. And it, it will seem like uh, there are some sensors in the hood that I needed to go and clean, you know, sort of wipe, up, uh, wipe off with uh, WD-40. And I did that yesterday. And, you know, we had a good night overnight. You know, so sometimes we, we are in a, in a, a situation where it's painful. Uh, it is not God against us. He's, he's not angry at us. It's just the privilege that he's given us. To, to sort of get ourselves up and, you know, ask questions, you know, do some research, increase in knowledge, and then we would come out of that pain. It is important for us to see if I'm going through a situation like that, it's, it's not God. If I'm going through some form of pain, I should be able to then, you know, get the answer. And another reason, moving on, another reason we may go through our pain as children of God uh, is sometimes we are just afraid. And if, you, if you've done any study on, on the book of Job and uh, his, his story, you find that if you, if you go through it back and forth, through and question and, you know, and sort of put it aside who Christ is, put it aside the goodness of God, you'll be able to be able to conclude, like he did somewhere in the book of Job, that you know, what I feared most had come upon me. You know, if a child of God is living in fear all the time, uh, there, there is... A, there is a high possibility that what they fear would come upon them. It's, it's, uh, some people call it negative faith. So it's, uh, we can't relate with the spiritual. We can't relate with God except through faith. And uh, it's the same thing like in the enemy's camp. If someone is always afraid, uh, it, it will seem like you know, one is setting up themselves to, to receive something from the enemy. And it's, it's very easy. Uh, when I co- if I come to a situation like that, you know, I can remind myself that, oh, I've been afraid of this thing for so long. Now it's sort of materialized. It's like I have called it to be just like faith. Uh, and what I can do, I, can, I, cannot, I wouldn't be blaming God for that. What I'll do is, you know, is turn around you know, and, and put my faith where my faith should be, which is in, in our Lord Jesus Christ. And I can, in that situation, be able to have some, some energy left to praise God. Because I, I'm going through all of this just to buttress the fact that it is, it is, it is painful to, it is difficult to praise God when you're going through losses, but you know it, it's, it's, uh, it is important for us to interpret our pain correctly, so that uh, we would we would not see God as the enemy, and we would then be able to still praise Him. Uh, another reason: sometimes it can just be uh, the enemy's attack. Uh, the enemy uh, would always attack what is, you know, what is on God's side, and sometimes that just gives you the, uh, should I say, the pleasure to, you know, is a reminder that you're on the right side when the enemy is the one attacking from from outside. But the Bible says, "Thanks be to God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus." So no matter what the enemy brings, we know that we will have victory in the end, no matter how long it will take. And uh, what, the point I'm trying to make this morning is that it may take a while, but while 
why things haven't changed on the physical. We can begin to give God a praise. That song says, I raise a, a hallelujah in the presence of the enemy. Uh, we, we can begin to give him a praise. I, I find that when I begin to praise God, even through pain, there's uh, some form of supernatural power that is released onto me. Even though nothing has changed on the outside, I can feel that something has moved in the spirit. And you know, I can, I can begin to actually see the pain or interpret the pain correctly. And then it, I've set myself up, so to say, uh, to get victory over the situation. Another reason I feel uh, that we as children of God may go through uh, pain or very dark situation is because sometimes life just happens uh, because we live in this uh, fallen world. Uh, Christ put it like he said, in this world you would have trouble, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Again, he, he just reiterates the fact that as a child of God, you may go through a situation, but we need to rest assured in our, uh, assured in our minds that we have the victory, that God is good to us every time. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that uh, it says, for we know as children of God, it is important for us to come to that knowledge that all things work together for our good because we love the Lord and we are the called according to his purpose. We know, we know that bit. So no matter what is happening, I know for sure that God is not against me. It might be because I've taken the wrong decision and now God is breaking through enemy walls. He's coming to redeem me, which may cause some bruises, some pain in the flesh, some pain in my emotions. But it is not God against me. It's actually his goodness. You know, and, and sometimes God will close a door to open another one, which is, which is his goodness as well, because uh, it, it might be painful. You lose a job, uh, you lose uh, uh, some money, you lose a situation, uh, you lose a loved one, uh, you know, and, and it's only God who can replace. Uh, that can really replace. Because if you lose a loved one, you, there, there is not, no, there's nothing anyone can do to sort of compensate you. There is nothing anyone can tell you, uh, you know, to bring you out of that situation. It is only God. Uh, for example, my, I, I grew up living in separate, separated from my father, my biological father, uh, from nine years old. And indeed, at about the age of 20, you know, he passed on. And I didn't have that uh, uh, father figure. But God raised a lot of men through the work of my life, you know, to help me, to mentor me as a father, even financially to help me, making sure I went to the right schools and, and all of that. So it is only God that can actually uh, redeem and then restore and bless. So uh, if we have that mindset that even though I'm, I'm in this pain, I'm in this situation, uh, God is for me. Uh, this situation may have happened for so many reasons, but it's definitely not coming from God because there's no evil in God. And it is not that God is, has decided not to answer my prayer. So he can say no by closing the door and opening another one. But I think it's, it's very important for me as a child of God to have that mindset that it is not God that is against me. Uh, and it, because that leaves me some energy, some, you know, some grace, so to say, to be able to praise him even in the midst of the situation. Uh, going quickly, and another reason, which is a very common one, we as children of God may go through uh, pain, uh, is because our faith is being persecuted. And it's, it's no news to us as children of God because we've been told in Scripture that it will happen. So I may lose a job because uh, of my moral stand. I may, lose, uh, uh, I, I may lose some relationships because of my moral stand. And all of those are painful to the flesh. And uh, every now and then we, we go through situations like that. Uh, it shouldn't leave us in a place of self-pity. I, I shouldn't then feel that 
that, oh, God, God should have fixed this. But he already told me it will happen. And it is not coming from God. It's, I think it's very important to make that uh, difference, to, to make it really clear that this is not coming from God. Uh, this is the enemy through persecution, through someone. And, you know, they've sort of ganged up against me as a child of God, so to say. And uh, I know that who, it is only God now that can help me from where I am. I then, give him, I then begin to give him a praise. So we can go through uh, situations, tough times, uh, due to persecution of our faith. And then finally, I think sometimes we go through pain uh, because of in the character of God and his sovereignty. Sometimes it has to do with his timing, uh, which is sort that we, we just need to fall in line with because uh, we can't change who God is. And the one I, I really want to pick is, is God's character uh, of having a way of uh, sort of coming into the fire with you. Uh, God has a way of, you know, he, he doesn't fight the, bat, uh, the battle from afar off. He can just fight it from afar off. But many times God will come into the situation. He would come into the storm. He puts it like this, that when you go through the fire, I will be with you. When you go through the storms, I will be with you. The waters will not overflow you. And like the three Hebrew boys, he was in there uh, as the fourth man in the fire. But they all came out not even smelling of smoke. That, that is the power of God. It, it, it is, I believe it is God's character to come in into the battlefield and then trample the enemy under feet. And, and God tries to show us, I believe, he tries to show me as a child of God to be like that uh, in order to teach me to be fearless. Because as children of God, we should never be afraid of anything. You know, I, I, I believe God wants to take every one of us to that point. So uh, it, it may look like my, my livelihood is, is kind of uh, on the line uh, because of my faith. I shouldn't come to a place where I, I can begin to consider compromising uh, because God has already trained me to be fearless uh, that no matter what happens, uh, he will be with me. If I go through the fire, he will be with me. That song says, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father, God, I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. It's good for us to remember and to keep our minds on the goodness of God, even in the midst of the fire, because he's the one uh, bringing us through that situation. It should leave me some energy to be able to, to raise a dance, you know, lift my voice and give him praise even in the midst of the situation. And one other thing that God does with that characteristic of him, you know, coming into the fire is he, he makes an open show of the enemy. He, he, he tries to tell the world that he is God indeed. He is God over the situation. He would go into the waters and come out walking on water. You know, that, that is the character of God. And that is how he's teaching us to be fearless, to be like him. So you, you end, I, I come into a situation as a child of God. And everyone around, uh, you know, may think that, oh, he's going down for the very last time. Like, he's, he's not, he, there's no way he's going to survive this. But God has a way of letting everyone see that type of situation and his child in the fire. And then two months down the line, uh, the child of God is up. 
from that situation. He's victorious over that situation and he's not even smelling of smoke. It is God that takes all the glory, showing to your friends, showing to my friends and family members, showing to the world that he is God and there is nothing that can consume God because he's God overall. You know, such a mindset, uh, such a way of interpreting my pain uh, should be able to leave me some energy where I can come to God even in the midst of the pain and say, Lord, you delivered me uh, from from this the last time. Uh, Like... uh, like David did, you know, in the face of battle, saying, Lord, you've delivered me from the bear, from the lion, and all of that. And this uh, Goliath, I'm going to take him down because you've done it for me before. So God wants us to have that type of mindset as children of God, that he will always deliver us. He wants us to be fearless in the face of life. Uh, in other words, no matter what comes, no matter what goes. So I, it, 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 should, it, should, it should then bring me to a place where I'm facing a situation. I'm like, God, I thank you because you rescued me the last time. God, I thank you because there is nothing that can conquer you. God, I thank you because you are not angry with me. God, I thank you because it looks like the walls are broken, but you are still for me. God, I thank you because you would never leave me nor forsake me, not because of what I can do or not do, but because you have promised and you are a promise keeper that you would never leave me nor forsake me. God, I thank you because you are a good God. God, I thank you because you are good to me even right now. God, I thank you. It looks like I've lost a loved one. I've lost something. I've lost some job, some uh, situation, some contract, whatever it is. There is this pain in my, in my flesh. But God, I thank you because you are my redeemer. God, I thank you because you do not only redeem, you're able to restore, uh, like in the case of Job. God will, uh, the enemy can come in and, and, and mess up things, uh, but God will deliver, redeem, and then restore even a hundred folds over. I believe uh, David, uh, when through all the ups and downs. But by the time he came uh, to Psalm 150, he was already in that position where he was excited about everything. Because when you literally begin to to praise God, I fix my mind on on God. It's like I'm soaring over the situation. Like it, it has no power over me whatsoever. And it looks like everything around me, I can see them differently. I believe it is in that type of spirit situation that uh, the psalmist started to write in Psalm one, uh, 150. Verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. Praise him with the blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. I mean, sometimes I can just be all by myself. I don't, I don't, I don't know where you're listening this morning. You might be all by yourself in a, in a very painful situation. Situation, I encourage you to give God praise because if we are still alive, there is hope. Because He has sustained us, He delivered me from the last situation. I know that He will give me victory over this situation. Give Him a dance. You can do your dance all by yourself. Uh, you, you, may not, you may not think much of your voice, but God loves your voice. Raise up your voice and, you know, and give Him a, 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 some singing. Give Him a dance, even all by yourself. And you begin to feel the power. Because this, this, is, uh, this is something that I believe that we as children of God is a weapon that we have uh, as children of God. And we shouldn't leave it sitting in our arsenal. We should bring out that weapon. Uh, it's, not a, it's, it's not sometimes we can pray some prayers maybe at the wrong time. 
Uh, but it is never the wrong time to praise God. It's always the right time to give God a praise. And, and uh, we, we should bring out that weapon and use it every time, especially in times when it looks like uh, things may be against us because we know that God is always for us. He says, praise him with a tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and flute. Praise him with, cl- with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with the loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It's, it's a particular mindset that is making uh, the psalmist, David, to begin to write like this. Let everything around me begin to praise God. Let my children praise God. Let my spouse praise God. Let, 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 let the job praise God. Let everything praise God. Whatever comes, whatever goes. Lord, I give you praise because you always bring me to victory. God, I give you praise because I always win in the end. God, I give you praise because I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. We serve a good God. We, I have a good father. Even in the face of trouble, he's coming to get me. I, you know, I, I have a good father. Even I've, I've, I've messed up. I've gone on on my own. I've taken the wrong decisions. Now I'm suffering the consequences of my decision. But God has not left me. He's not against me. He's not angry at me because I've taken the wrong decisions. Uh, rather, he's coming through uh, to deliver me from that situation. And I can begin to give him a praise because he's wonderful. He's a good God to me. He's the lover of my soul. He's my strength and my power. He's the breath that I breathe. He is he, good to me all the time. I pray that God would interpret these words into our hearts this morning, you know, and, and bring us to a place where we can begin to praise God and worship Him and release that energy that is available to us every time as children of God because we serve a good God. And I just want to leave us uh, this reminder that God is good to you as as a child of God every time. Not just good to the church and good to, to the world in general. God is good to me as his child every time. Praise God. The Lord bless and keep us all even in times like this. Amen.